Welcome to BS with Bethany Simcoe. I am your host, Bethany Simcoe. I am on my way to the gym right now because I realized that I need to record an episode for Tuesday. I originally had an episode with a guest planned. That actually still can air, but over this last week, I did end up breaking up with my long distance boyfriend. And I've been pretty public with that, pretty open with that on, on my TikTok page. So I figured, it would be a great time to talk about it. And I did like a poll on my Instagram story to see if you guys wanted to hear about that or wanted to like hear about it when I had a little bit more insight or hear about it in real time, you know, with like my real questions and real issues going on as they are happening or wait until I, you know, can give like a little bit more advice or a little bit more perspective of the situation. Large majority of you wanted to hear what was going on in my head right now. So I was planning on sitting down, recording this episode on my mic with my background. So I really don't know how the quality of this episode is going to be. You might hear a few blinkers. Um, you might hear me munching on my verb bar. It's a little energy bar, not an ad. Could be verb if you're out there. Hit me up. Let's chat because these things are fantastic. I've just been kind of thinking I'm going through a hard time. So why am I surprised when I'm having a hard time? I think that I get really down on myself when I am dropping in productivity, when I am, you know, not at the level of operation that I know I'm capable of. Like, that's frustrating to me. Just now, I got home from a PopFlex event, which was so exciting. It was my first influencer event ever that like was a legit like official influencer event. So that was a big step for my career. It was very exciting. I felt very honored to go. I literally felt giddy. It was just like a fun moment. Um, I got home and I was like, okay, I have to knock out these videos. I have to do all this stuff. I have to do like Bam, bam, bam. I had just a bunch of things on my to-do list that I knew I barely had time for. And then I'm going out tonight, which is another thing that I've been working on is going out and like having fun and living life as like a young girl in her 20s, like, like I should. This is gonna be a rambly episode. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't have any notes in front of me. Usually I have at least like a bullet point list, but this time around, it's just me and my thoughts, baby. But I posted a video earlier this week that was kind of talking about how I feel like I grew up too fast which resonated with so many of you. Like reading through those comments, I literally was in tears with the amount of people that could resonate with feeling like they didn't get their childhood, where they feel like they're way too old, way too soon, don't know how to do anything but work and clean. Like I sometimes feel uncomfortable having fun and resting because that is what I saw growing up and that's the way that I was raised. And so trying to repair it myself is a difficult task. But I think that we can hop into that a little bit later and maybe that's part of this episode. I wanna give a little bit more background as to this breakup. Before we get into that, you guys, I keep skipping this, so we're not gonna skip it. My three, three, one. Three things I am grateful for, three things that I did well today, and one thing I wanna improve on. This is gonna be very good. I need to do this exercise right now. So, three things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I went to the PopFlex event today I'm grateful that I had my friend Lauren come with me. She has been such a light in my life, such an amazing person. Like she has really helped me through like this breakup, talking to her, getting her insight on things. She just has such good energy. So I'm very grateful that I met her and I am grateful that I have, I think I've said this like on every episode, but community. I've just been really, really feeling that sense of community this week. The amount of you that have reached out that like, you don't even know who I am. I just barely came on your For You page or like you've been following me for a while, but we have that connection. You reached out, especially like about this breakup, just like saying that you relate or that you're there. It brings me to tears. Like it makes me so emotional just thinking about how you guys have like rallied around me. I have never felt more grateful. I've always felt 
weirdly connected to my audience, but just like having you guys actually reach out to me and have that one-on-one -on -one connection. Honestly, I've needed that sense of community right now. I've needed to know that things are gonna be okay and that like I'm going to move forward and the amount of like friends and family. As soon as I posted that video, my phone was full of people who care about me. And if you've heard any of my other, you know, episodes or you've heard about my story, one thing I've struggled with a lot is isolation, feeling lonely, not having a community to support me. So the fact that I'm at a place in my life right now where I do have a community to support me and I have people who are willing to step up and be there for me, it does not go unnoticed. I am incredibly grateful. I hope that I'm always able to look back on this and remember like no matter where I am in the future, if I feel like alone or isolated again, I'll know that there was a point in my life where there was people and I am so grateful for them. And if you are at a point in your life where you're like, man, I don't know if I have a support system or a community or family or friends that love me, like just know it's possible. And there are probably so many more people that care about you than you think. Because some of the people like texted me, I was like, we haven't talked in ages, but they were so willing to like lend an ear and, you know, lend a shoulder to cry on. And it was just, it was beautiful to see. And even though I feel like I had lost my best friends, there were still so many people who were willing to be like, hey, we're still your friends. Friends. don't isolate yourself like my sister was one of those who was like Beth once you start using the L word the lonely word like we got to snatch you out of that okay don't let yourself be lonely don't isolate because I do that I turn on my do not disturb for a good 24 hours and didn't respond to a single person didn't pick up a single phone call because I was like uh-uh I am shutting down but my incredible sister and family were like you're not doing that you are getting out of your head so much gratitude right now this has been tough it's like so crazy because we were only together for three months and i think that like the mental state that i'm in right now you know isn't solely because of that breakup but i think there's like a lot of other things like i had covid so i couldn't you know see people i was physically isolated the emotional isolation on top of the physical isolation just been very overwhelmed just been very like drained like even before he came to Texas for that last time. So weird to say last time. But yeah, before he gets to Texas that last time and then left, like I was already feeling so drained. So it just feels like things have kind of been stacking on top of each other for a while. Little mental stresses here and there, the tire. Literally got pulled over on my way to go see my sister and like cry about it. And I was like, man, when it rains, it pours. And so my circumstances have just been like, come on, just like chill out. But honestly, I feel like my mindset has been in a really positive place. It's just like a reminder to myself that, hey, I am the one that's got myself. I'm going to pull myself out of the trenches. I'm the only one who can genuinely change my mindset and tell myself that it's going to be okay and do the mental and emotional work. But that first night when we had called, I kind of knew it was me the last time that we had called. Like there had been a few things that I was uncomfortable with. And I want to be very careful because he was, is, always will be an incredible person. Our relationship was fantastic. Like it really was not that bad. Like there wasn't anything that was like, ooh, red flags, absolutely not take him off the list horrible person no he was great he was fantastic you know to an outside view like it was a fine relationship but i knew what he was capable of i know what i deserve i know that my needs weren't being met in the way that i need them to be met you know whether it's right person wrong time whatever it is he was not able to meet my needs and I was not willing to continue in a relationship where my needs were not met. So we decided to step away. He also will be in Utah for 
at least the next two years and I will not be moving back to Utah because if I moved back to Utah, it would be for him and not for me. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna be codependent on him. I don't wanna lose myself. I need to stay where I am because if I were to move to Utah and then we broke up, I'd have no one. I would hate my life in Utah. I wouldn't have my boyfriend. Like I would not be happy. I'd be relying on him for my happiness. It just would be a really bad situation all around. So we decided a long distance was a lot harder than we expected and there wasn't an end in sight. So our needs weren't being met. And at the end of the day, we just kind of concluded, what is the point of having a relationship if it's not going to bring goodness into your life? Because at that point, it was bringing a lot more fear and anxiety and stress than anything else in my life. And I'm like, this should be my one safe place. So the fact that right now it's a source of anxiety for me, you know, that's not something I want to continue with. So let's talk about like resting because that's one thing I've had to do this week. I think that honest to God, it is a blessing that I got COVID during this breakup. Am I a little mad that he gave me COVID and left me? A little bit, but that's besides the point. It's fine. Honestly though, because I did have, because I was sick and I was feeling nauseous and I was feeling physically tired, I rested. I was in bed. I allowed myself to just sit in bed and cry and watch movies and like do gentle physical activity as I felt I could. And it was really nice to not have any expectations to not have to like hold myself up to a standard and like just do what I felt like my body needed to do obviously if you guys saw like the morning after get ready with me I told myself that I was going to stay in some sort of routine and I did hold to that I held myself to some sort of routine where I got up, at least did my skincare, you know, didn't do any makeup or anything because I knew I was just going to cry it off anyways. But then I went and like sat at my computer and just like did some quiet work and just did some low key work and did what I could, but like didn't put any pressure on myself to record a new episode or do anything that I felt was going to be like super mentally taxing on me. And I didn't go to the gym, which is a huge deal for me because the gym keeps me mentally sane. But I think it was getting to a point where I was more stressed and pressured at the gym to maintain and keep building and da 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 and like keep going and keep pushing. And right then that's not something I could have done. So I'm kind of grateful that I was not allowed to go out in public because I think that I would have gone straight to the gym, went hard, felt like shit and like been mad the whole time. Like I was basically almost like forced to be gentle with myself. And I am grateful for that because it did teach me a lot. And I was eating whatever I wanted because I was like, screw it, I am sick and I'm sad. So I'm eating whatever I wanted. And like, I was fine. You know, I was eating things that made me happy and like nothing happened. And I haven't really opened up a ton on my main page about my eating disorder, but it's been something that I have been working to overcome. And honestly, I'm trying not to use the words like saying that like I have an eating disorder because I don't want to identify with that. I think it is definitely smart to be able to identify issues and patterns, but also give yourself the freedom to like move forward and past them. At least that's what I'm trying to do within myself. Not use as much identifying language as like, I am this or I have this, but instead like these are the patterns that I've seen and here's how I want to work through them. If that makes any sense. Like I don't want to get stuck in that victim identifying mentality where I feel like I can't break out of the eating disorder. And if I do, who am I anymore? Or like these behaviors aren't eating disorder behaviors. So maybe I don't have it. Or maybe I eat with like my specific rules one time and I'm like, well, screw it. No, I have to all the time. Again, we're rambling, but if that makes any sense, like I try not to do that. So I allow myself to break out of that. 
that's another thing with I have kind of had to make sure that I don't get into too much of a victim mentality with all this as well is like oh I'm sick and I'm at a breakup things are going to shit I'm like feeling the weight of the world right now not to downplay what I'm going through obviously people have gone through so much worse breakups so much worse illnesses so much worse stress but my favorite phrase is like drowning in three inches of water is the same as drowning in three feet okay you're still drowning you're still hurting but where I pull myself out is when I start to get down on myself about the patterns that video that I made that was like saying how I felt older than I am I gave myself two minutes to rant about that I needed those two minutes and then I needed to be done because I get down in these spirals of this is the pattern. This is how it's always going to be. I'm always going to be older than I am. I felt abandoned as a child and now my abandonment wounds are being scooped back up. And like, I was anxious because of these abandonment wounds and like these abandonment wounds are ruining everything in my life. Like there goes my boyfriend, you know, like that's where I need to call it quits to get out of that victim mentality and realize that, yeah, maybe some parts of your childhood did suck. Maybe you grew up way too fucking fast, but here you are now. You are healing. I'm capable of healing. I'm capable of growth and I'm doing everything I can. I'm always learning. And so I think I get, I get in a sticky situation where I identify with those patterns a little bit too much and just get like too solid in saying that no, this is never going to work and this is how it's always going to be and it's ruining everything in my life. So while that video is very accurate to how I feel, the world keeps turning. I will be okay. And I said, look myself in the eyes and go, Beth, it ain't that serious. You're going to be so good. You're living, you're breathing. Yes, it hurts. Your pain is so valid. But Bethany, you're a good girl. You're so good. There's, I'm sure there's so many things that I'm going to want to come back to this episode and like re-say and restate. And it might be to our disadvantage that I don't have any notes in front of me. But also you can kind of just hear my thought process about this. So if your brain works like mine, this might make a lot of sense to you. If your brain doesn't work like mine, you're going to be like, okay, and what's, what's popping? What's going on, girlfriend? Get them in order. One thing I kind of said at the beginning is like, if you're going through a hard time, don't be surprised if you're having a hard time. And that's something I've written in a journal several times you know you guys have heard me talk about god was raised in a religion we can talk about that later but i'm no longer part of that religion but i still have a very close relationship with god i feel that that's something that he has wanted to tell me so many times you're having a hard time you're going through a hard time don't be surprised if you're having a hard time and that has been kind of rolling around in my head because I'm going through some tough things and I'm upset with myself that life is tough and that I am struggling. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because obviously if I'm going through hard things and I'm going to slip up and I'm going to get out of my routine, I am going to make mistakes and I'm going to be sad. It's going to be tough. I'm going to feel that mental weight and that mental challenge because I'm going through a hard time. I can't expect myself to just keep chugging like nothing happened. I'm not superhuman and I get into this headspace where I feel superhuman where I'm like no I can push through it I can mentally dig and get over it like that macho mindset kind of thing I have to steer myself clear of that I remember when my brother asked me to do 75 hard with him I knew that was going to be toxic for me because once I get into something like that I dig in and I do not let go I don't give myself patience I don't give myself relief. I don't give myself compassion when I get into something like that. Then I knew that was only going to be detrimental to me because I need I need patience with myself. I need compassion with myself. And that's something that I have been working to find is like, how do I be compassionate with myself in a tough time? How do I give myself grace for having a hard time in a hard time? And how do I give myself grace when I'm not going through a hard time? What if everything is going my way and I still feel like shit and I still need a nap and I still drop some of my responsibilities for the day or I skip the gym? Like, what's my excuse? Maybe sometimes I don't need an excuse. Maybe sometimes I go, 
you know what? I'm human. I'm trying to figure out what in the world that means sometimes. It's like how to let myself be human. And that comes into so many things like with the eating disorder. You know, I know logically that food means energy. Food means fuel. But I've caught myself way too many times saying, not for me. I don't need it. I'm good. That's a lie. That is 100% a lie that my brain is telling me. Thoughts are just thoughts. They are not facts. And I have to call myself out for that every time. I haven't had thoughts like that in like probably a good year or two, but I remember them. My thoughts around food have gotten a lot less intense and a lot less harmful than they were, but I still remember them clearly. So things like that, that turn from like discipline into the realm of self-harm, that's just something that I have to watch for because I have to remember my self-esteem and my self-love need to outweigh my desire for discipline. Yes, I'm a disciplined human being and I'm sure that you are too. If like you're listening and resonating, I'm sure you are an incredibly disciplined, hardworking individual. You know, maybe you struggle the same way in finding that self-love and finding that compassion for yourself and giving yourself grace. So within this, I think that being sick throughout this breakup Obviously, I'm better now. I'm going to the gym, okay? Don't nobody freak out. But that allowed me to give myself grace and let myself rest when I needed it. Coming home today when I had so many responsibilities, but my body was like, we are taking a nap whether you like it or not. Like, we're going to bed. Body's checking out. I'm tired. And I was like trying to push through, like edit pictures. And I was like, no, I got to get stuff done. And I literally fell asleep in the middle of editing pictures. Like I could not keep my eyes open. I could not physically stay awake. And I was like, why did my body feel like I had to get to the point where it like had to shut itself down because it knew that I would not. It knew that I wouldn't press the shutdown button. It was like, we're going to bed. Whether you think you want to come along or not, you're coming along. And I'm trying to change my paradigm around that because in high school, I napped so much. Like when Whenever I could. I had a stupid busy schedule. I do not know how I kept it up. Like I think my schedule in high school would like kill me now. It would take me out. But I think it, it I mean it really did take me out in high school too. So that's not an exaggeration because <laughs> it literally did. The places that I pushed myself to made me be like, you know what? Anything would be better than continuing this life. And that's when I attempted. Like I have to realize that I will push myself to that point if I am not careful. And I'm sure there are people who can resonate with that, but like will never say it out loud. And that's even something embarrassing and scary for me to say out loud like in high school you know I was like depressed and I was like very emotionally overwhelmed a lot of the time and so I would take naps and so now in my mind a nap means I'm depressed it means I'm lazy it means that my life is going downhill it means that like I'm not mentally tough enough like there's so many things that I've associated around something as simple as like a nap or as simple as like taking a break that is just so unhealthy I am trying to literally heal my mindset around resting. And so today I allowed myself a nap and I was like, you know what? If my body feels like it needs a nap, it's going to get a nap. I can work all day long. I can work at any point. I'm going to allow myself to take a little breather, take a little nap, take a little brain break, take a little rest. I've also instated like mandatory TV time at the end of the day, which is so funny. Like, it's not like mandatory, but it's like I'm trying to instate that in my routine because that's something that like relaxes me. It's not scrolling. You know, I feel like kind of scrolling can be draining, but it's still entertaining. So being able to like lay down at the end of the night and like put on my little show and turn on my lamps and like have my ambient lighting in my kitchen this brings me joy this is fun this like tells my brain that hey we're not in work mode right now relax girlfriend you're good i want to instate more of those little things into my day one thing that i wrote down as i was coming home from the popflex event fatigue creates potential rest creates strength i'm sure you've heard the analogy about like breaking down a muscle and like that's how it gets big but in my mind like it finally clicked for me when i was thinking about it is that like when you work out 
and you break down that muscle, that's not what makes the muscle big. It's literally the healing that creates the new muscle that makes it big. So the other thing I wrote down is like tearing the muscle gives the potential of a big muscle. But when the muscle rests and it heals and it actually creates the new muscle in its place, that's when it becomes big and strong. And I'm sure people have tried to explain this to me before and maybe that's logical to you, but it really was like a holy cow moment for me. It was like a, oh, that makes sense. You know, like rest creates strength. So if all you have is the fatigue, all you have is potential. If you don't rest, then you're never going to actually be able to build and move forward. The lines aren't gonna be able to be filled in. And so that's what I was thinking as I was going home and like so tired. I think driving like tires me too. It just like, I don't know, makes me so sleepy. So by the time I got home, it's like an hour drive home. So by the time I got home, I was like so sleepy and I was like, no, we have to work. And that phrase came in my head, fatigue creates potential. I was so fatigued from like this morning. I told you guys I woke up with like a pit in my stomach. I just had anxiety and like, I had just been like working, working, working and like creating so much potential for myself. And I needed to rest so that it could like fill in the lines. It could create the strength for me. It could rejuvenate me. That's where your food, your fuel is able to be created into muscle. Like that's where, you know, putting fuel into myself, putting fun into my schedule, putting fuel and self-care back into myself is what is actually going to create my like quote unquote muscle. And People have been trying to explain this to me for so long, but it finally clicked today. Hopefully like that was able to click a little bit more for you. I'm sure I'll come back to that at some point and explain it a little more. If I'm listening back to this episode and I'm going, wait, Beth, explain it like this next time because this makes more sense. I probably will because that's something that I need a constant reminder of. I'm going to the gym right now, obviously, but like I'm going to be in there hitting a little chest day. That's not what is going to build the muscle. What's going to build the muscle is the food that I'm eating is the rest that I am taking. It's like the way that I'm treating my body outside of the gym. Obviously, yes, I'm going in there and I'm breaking down the muscle to make room for more muscle. And so I'm like really working on my outside of the gym thoughts, nailing it in the gym right now. I've got a good routine, I've got a good flow, working on my outside of the gym thoughts as well and my outside of the gym routine in both mental and physical. I've got the workflow going good with like my work life, but I need to work on my outside of work thought. Outside of the fatigue, you know, I need to give that rest back to myself. I need to give that fuel back to myself and actually do something with that potential. A few last things that I've been thinking about, and this is probably the most important part of the episode. So if you made it here, congratulations. This is quite literally meant for you. The universe has brought you to this point and I wholeheartedly believe that because the universe has been on my freaking side this week. It has been so unbelievably powerful. I've gotten so much guidance this week. And if I can give that guidance to you, and if you are here listening to this episode, you got to this point, whatever you're doing right now, this is where you are supposed to be. The universe has good things coming for you. There are good things on their way to you already. They are already in motion. They are already picking up speed. They are literally waiting for you. And I have been thinking that over and over and over in my head and it's manifested in this in just like the coolest ways. Believe that it manifests because I'm looking for it. You know, pulling into the gym the other day, I could not find a parking spot. I go, there are good things coming my way. And I turn and the only parking spot available is the one at the very front closest to the doors and I was like I am looking for the good so I am finding it the universe is working tirelessly for my good for your good you do need to do the work of looking for it recognizing it and accepting it here are some thoughts that I've written down this week I call my energy to me one of the phrases that I have been repeating when I am in a situation where I'm feeling a little bit insecure or I'm overthinking of like 
why didn't we work? Was I too anxious? Was I too needy? I'm giving like all this energy out and I'm worrying and I'm just like going down the spiral. I simply say, I call my energy to me. You know, I call my power back to me and I have that within me so I can radiate out with good energy because if I've got my ducks in a row inside I can take care of whatever comes my way outside and I can radiate that I can give that energy to people who need it if I've got enough inside of me another phrase I wrote down is I am participating in my future right now these things are a part of my future like these are the things that are on my path the things that are meant for me are coming to me and I, whenever I say like these things, I mean them for you as well. So take these as like manifestations for yourself, as affirmations for yourself. I'm participating in my future. I am a key part into my beautiful future that is on my way and I am participating. I am wholeheartedly there. I'm ready to go because I really do feel like this is a new beginning. There is something on the horizon that it just, it feels like it has been building and I'm so excited to like see how it manifests and see how it unfolds and like come back in a few months and go, that was such a turning point and things have just unfolded beautifully since then. Also, zoom out. That has been a phrase in my head zoom out beth zoom out like i am so focused on this moment and on this breakup on maybe some confusion about where my path is going because i have felt a little bit confused when it comes to my career i'm like what's the right direction what's the right focus what am i doing like finance things like there are so many things to stress about right now there are always going to be so many things to stress about right now but zoom out see the timeline even like zoom out and like look backwards remember a day exactly a year ago you were probably stressed if you're stressed now, you were probably stressed a year ago too. But like, then look at your timeline, look at the things that you've learned and be like, you know what? If in that period of time, if I zoomed out on that day, was able to see a year forward and see all the things I learned, all the people I met, all the things that I've heard, all of the projects I've worked on, all of the growth that I've seen, all the fun that I've had, I would have been like, oh, I'm good, dude. Let's move forward because whatever stress you were having on that day, you made it to today. No matter what happened between then and now, you survived, you made it, you made shit work, and you can do that again to next year. You can absolutely do it again. So I've been reminding myself of that. It's just like zoom out. I know it sucks. I know you miss your boyfriend who is now your ex-boyfriend, but like zoom out because it's going to be okay because whatever happened was meant to happen. Another thing I wrote into that is like there are low-level dramas distracting you from bigger frequencies at play. And you know, like my little low-level dramas I'm like, there are bigger things at play. This next phrase I could do an entire episode about. So I'm actually only going to touch on it slightly and then do a whole episode because this changed a very large amount of my perspective is there are less rules than you think. I'm a very rule oriented person. I'm a very like system oriented person, but I also love to be freaking spontaneous and like go to Hawaii whenever I want to move to Texas whenever I feel like it or do whatever. But like the phrase, there are less rules than you think, has kind of been a game changer for me. There's so many things that I can go into on the there are less rules than you think that have led to like a lot of mental freedom for me already. But I want to touch on that more later. And all of these phrases I could genuinely do a whole episode on and I probably will at some point. So I'm just going to read a few more of these thoughts. A question I've been asking myself is how do I invest my energy in a positive way into this world? And that's just been kind of like keeping me out of my head and focusing less on my problems and more on, you know, the world around me and how I can invest my energy in a positive way. And then another phrase is, I am magnetic to my greatest mission. I call it to me. 
And I encourage you guys to repeat that one to yourself right now. I am magnetic to my greatest mission. I call it to me. It's coming. It's literally on its way to you. And I've been feeling that so wholeheartedly right now. Maybe it's just the summer that's making me feel full of possibility. But I really do feel that. Oh, there's just like so many things in here. And maybe like this is the blueprint I should have been reading this whole episode. I think I wrote these things down like the night or like maybe the night after we broke up. Like I just been kind of like adding to this list, but I started the night after we broke up, just like reminding myself of things that I already know and things that I want to keep continue to keep in my life. I said, I have the courage to put myself first and trust I will be rewarded energetically for that and guided toward what I said no to so that I can say yes. I think I worded that a little bit weird, but basically I said no to this current relationship because my needs were not being met and it was not energetically right for me right now. And so I'll be guided to the answer of like why I said no. Like why in the world did I say no to this beautiful, wonderful, incredible relationship? Like he was so kind to me, so gentle with me a lot of the time. But, you know, obviously the long distance really changed a lot of stuff for us um, as time went on. And it was really hard to say no to that. It was really hard to say you know what? My needs are not being met. I can't do this. And I will understand soon why I was led to do that and why I felt I needed to do that. I will be rewarded for my courage to say no so that I can find out what I'm supposed to say yes to. I said, I do not stick with things out of fear. Obviously, I wanted to stay in that relationship. I loved him, but I, I don't stick with things out of fear. I'm kind of afraid that, you know, maybe that is final for us. There's a little inkling in my head that like, you know what, maybe I'll meet him again in six months or two years. Then maybe right person, wrong time. Like there's just a lot of fear of like, what if I never find someone like him? Like, what if, what if, what if? There's so many what ifs. I'm scared to lose him, but I do not stick with things out of fear. I move forward with only hope, even if that's really freaking hard. And I always have to remember that like in my head right now, I'm like, I either get him or someone better. So I can't lose. I know there's men like him out there and I would be so happy to have a man just like him somewhere in my future. One more thing here. I also wrote, stop trying to condemn your life. You're actually doing really well. You're making good decisions for your energy. You've shown yourself that you are to be trusted and that you have your best interest in mind. It's okay to enjoy this beautiful life and mind that you've built. I think that's something I was trying to touch on earlier in the episode is like, don't condemn your life. I know there's been tough patterns. You've had a tough life, but don't condemn it to sadness and to hardship embrace the fact that your life is beautiful and that despite everything you've actually got a lot going for you and I say that to myself and to you like I say that to all of us like my life is not condemned to misery because I've gone through tough experiences and I've seen hardships and like you know and I've seen this abandonment wouldn't be triggered that's not a death sentence and it's not the end all be all I've actually built a really beautiful life and I'm sure that you have built an actually really beautiful life that you've got a lot of potential just like enjoy that take a second to breathe and just enjoy what you've already built for yourself you've already come so far I'm actually just going to read the rest of this note to you and maybe I'll come back to a few of these things I am comfortable, secure in my own body and mind. I am essential to my life and success. I'm gonna repeat that one because I need it. I am comfortable, secure in my own body and mind. I am essential to my life and success. The other phrases are, there is nothing holding me back. I am pleasure. I am enjoyment. I am wellness. I am life. I am possibilities. I am abundant. Just like really feeding these beautiful positive affirmations to myself has been a game changer. It really allows me to embrace the pain that I'm feeling while also realizing that it's part of a bigger picture. So yes, Bethany, feel the pain that you're feeling. Feel it as deeply as you want. Feel it as deeply as you can. Literally like sob your heart out to all the songs that you want to and can because this pain is part of the plan. It's part of the bigger future. 
It's part of your abundance. Your ability to like feel all these emotions is your proof that you're human, is your proof that you are abundant and that every emotion you feel is just like one more color on the spectrum. And it's so freaking cool. Oh, one thing I kind of struggle with is like my balance of masculine and feminine because I feel like a pretty masculine girl a lot of times. Like the things that I like, the way that I like to like get out there and get it in it get my hands dirty build my careers i have been told point blank in relationships that beth i can't do this with you anymore you are too masculine for me i feel like we are competing and i'm like okay well you know next time keep up but you know what i'm saying i want to feel like a cute little princess i don't want to feel like we're literally competing it's not my fault you can't keep up jokes but you know what i'm saying so i just wrote down like i am exactly the balance of masculine and feminine that i need to be i'm built this way for a reason i'm good oh my goodness we are doing an episode on that that is something i feel so strongly about my last two phrases here are i am health and i am centered you are a healthy beautiful individual i know you are if you're listening to this it's because you care about your mindset your improvement and you care about moving forward and becoming your best self you are health and you are centered like probably maybe should healthy you are healthy you are centered but you are also like the embodiment of health like you are a whole ecosystem in itself you've got so many things going for it you've got so many microorganisms inside of you just working every single one of your cells is working for your best interest that's incredible to me um last is assume people have the best intentions and are rooting for your success wow i love that one because i do tend to get in my head and be like they're judging me they don't want me to succeed they want to see my downfall like get so in my head about whatever or like at the gym i'm like they're looking at me like this is embarrassing whatever no assume the best intentions of people and it changes a lot of my perspective when i do that so this episode has been really fun because i kind of got to dive into some notes and just like like some random things on my mind and I think that maybe I'll do another episode about a lot of things that I talked about and as I'm healing from this because yeah I really am sad and I really want to reach out to him and I really want to see how he's doing and I'm really sad that we didn't fight for it harder and I think that maybe there's a potential for us on the horizon but I also know that like what is for me will come to me and if he's meant for me we will find each other again and if not I will be a-okay and I will cry about it when I need to cry about it and I will celebrate it when I need to celebrate it because emotions emotions are placed on our timeline in a very specific manner if i'm feeling joyful and excited right now i'm gonna ride that wave if i'm feeling like motivated and enlightened right now i'm gonna ride that wave and when i'm feeling sad and discouraged you know heartbroken i'll ride that wave too i'll say okay this is what we're feeling now what's next you know always be open to the next emotion see what's next but feel it while it's there i hope that you got something out of this episode because i know i did repeating those things to myself diving back into my notes remembering those affirmations and remembering those things and like speaking them into existence for myself again especially out loud which i hope that you were able to do as well like write down the ones that resonate with you so freaking powerful keep those with you this week my biggest one that i've been repeating and i still will is there are good things on their way to me there are good things meant for me and what is for me will come to me there are good things meant for you there are good things on their way to you good things happen to you that's just the kind of person you are that lucky girl syndrome is in the air right now grab onto that claim that i am baking in my car it's getting real hot in here so i'm gonna head into the gym and i will see you guys next week that has been bs with bethany simcoe and i can't wait to keep updating you on life follow along on instagram it is bs with bethany simcoe and i would love to hear your thoughts please if there's anything you got from this episode let me know i absolutely 
absolutely adore hearing from you, hearing your insights on everything, hearing what you're going through, hearing how this helped you or things that you want to hear about or even just connecting with you. I hope you have a wonderful week.